On today's first round KO, we take a look back at all of the NBA series, uh, mostly the game sevens, and we talk about Houston. And then we take a look at the upcoming Eastern and Western Conference Finals. And uh, yeah, just wait till the end of the episode when I go off on the Bucks. <laughs> Let's get it. Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW Sports Podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Connor, J.D. Moore. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. My energy levels are peaking. I only had one final. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have any, so I slept in, so Real? I'm still oh, kind of tired. Nice. Oh, so wait. Did you have to turn – didn't you have to turn something in, though, today? Yeah, but I turned it in last night. Oh, yeah. okay. I finished it last night, and then he goes and changes the due date to midnight tonight. <laughs> so I didn't have to stay up, but I'm glad I did because now I don't have to do anything today. Well, <laughs> I should be doing something today, but I'm hardcore pushing it to tomorrow. Does that involve studying? Yes. I have a paper and and a, an exam due on Wednesday. Okay. So I have to study and write the paper tomorrow. I know all I have to do today is like, I have what two two finals, but one is open book, open notes tomorrow, and that's like my yeah. late final. And the other one I have to get like a note sheet and everything where I could write stuff down. So that's what I'm probably gonna do. Nice. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm ready for the week to be over. I'm not. I'm ready for it to be Thursday night. Oh, okay. When I'm done with well. For that reason and for just so that I'm done with exams. <laughs> I'm just ready to be done with school for the for a little while. Right. But anyway, we have some basketball to talk about. Because we had two game sevens yesterday. They were both incredible. Both down to the last minute. And one in particular was crazy. Just absolutely insane. The Raptors beat the Sixers 92 to 90 on a last second quadruple doink <laughs> basket by uh Kawhi Leonard at the buzzer to beat to win the series. That was just incredible. I think that's the first buzzer beater in game 7 history, someone said. Really? In the conference I think in that in that in that specific in the conference series semifinals? Yeah, I think that so or maybe sense. it's just the first buzzer beater in well, game 7 history well, in general. Because a reporter told it to Kawhi Leonard, and his face was just, no. <laughs> of course it was. Well, the fun correlation for this is that it came at the expense of Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. In other words, my heart has never been happier in the, in the NBA. No, here's the fun correlation. It's kind of creepy. Okay, go for it. Back in 2001, the Milwaukee Bucks, led by a number 34, were set to play in the Eastern Conference Finals, and there was a Game 7 between the Toronto Raptors and the Philadelphia 76ers. And one Vince Carter missed a buzzer beater to win the game. So Philadelphia ended up going. Oh, I know where you're going with 18 this. years later, <laughs> Toronto <laughs> finally gets their revenge. And they finally get to go. They finally, it, it, like, the city of Toronto deserved that one. <laughs> Yeah, after they the kept on getting Carter. destroyed yeah. like between A, Vince Carter, and B, becoming LeBron's freaking feeder team. And now, and now, because of that, the Bucks get to go on their stage two of their revenge tour in the playoffs. Stage two. <laughs> stage two. First the Celtics, <laughs> who took us out last year. Yeah. And Toronto took us out two years ago. So, I think the Bucks got this. You think so? Yes. I'll s I want to say five. I think they can do it in five, but I'm going to say six. I'll give Toronto two games because Kawhi Leonard's playing so well right now. Right. But I really think that the Bucs are just – I think they have this. Uh, the, I don't think Toronto's bench – I think Toronto's bench pales in comparison to Milwaukee's. Milwaukee – all of the Bucks, every single player on that team, has just been playing incredible lately. 
and I don't Toronto just doesn't I don't I don't think they have the bench to match us. I really don't. I mean, I said it all along. The team who I'd much rather face going into the Eastern Conference Finals is the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, because as much crap as I give the Sixers, it's <laughs> they're not the best. They're not. They don't have the best team, best starting lineup, and the best depth in the league in the East anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, sorry. No. <laughs> I'm gonna relish in this. Um, but anyways, but no, the rap. All jokes aside. The Sixers had a lot more depth and a lot more pieces than I think the Raptors yes. do. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Raptors have a lot of good players and quite a bit of depth, but not as much as the Sixers. So, whereas the Bucks, they have a really good starting lineup and a lot of firepower on the bench. That's like the, it, they're the new age bench mobs. So, yeah, this was this was the team that I think Bucks fans should have been rooting for yeah. to get into the Eastern Conference Finals. Never mind stage two of the revenge of the revenge tour just from a pure looking at the roster standpoint. Yeah. Toronto's coming in hot and everything. Kawhi Leonard is looking every bit of as a former finals MVP, but just as an overall team in general, I would much rather take the Raptors than I would the Sixers going into the Eastern conference finals. Yeah. I mean, I think either one of them would have been a tough fight, but it would have been tougher with Philly. though. But like I said, Toronto doesn't have the bench. No Philly's very beat up. Yep. And I think they have a lot of the same problems with the Sixers. They don't, or with the as the Celtics, they don't play as much team ball, and they you know and they do have the bench for it. But I still think Milwaukee would have took care of them too. Right. Um. But so here's the thing about Toronto: like they they played well, but if they play like they did in Game Seven, they're not they're not even going to win a game. I I, I you Kawhi Leonard can't shoot forty shots. And only make 16 of them. Right. But yeah, he had 41. Cool. But he shot 40 shots. He went two for nine from the three, from the from the three point line. You have Kyle Lowry going four for 13. What's new on that? Hmm. Um, one for seven beyond the beyond the line. Hello, volume. You have, <laughs> you have even Siakam went four for 11, 0 for two from three. Green one for three. Gasol three for eight. And then two people off the bench. They only had two people off the bench. They had a seven-player rotation. And Fred Van Vliet went 0 for 5 from the field, and Ibaka went 6 for 10. Mm. That That's not going to beat Milwaukee. That is not going to take a game no. from Milwaukee at all. No. Because Milwaukee will get 20-some points from their bench, at least, most games, and especially is, with Malcolm Brogdon back. And this is exactly why I said that – that Bucks fans should have been looking more towards the Raptors because if the Sixers, if they had people go down, we've already established this, all jokes aside, they have several freaking alphas and enough role players that can step up and lead in the in the event that happens. Yeah. The Raptors, once they're what? Their two alphas go down, game over. Well, and you, here's the you, other thing. I mean, are you going to trust Siakam to, to, to beat a team like the Bucks? Or is Mark Gasol going to do it? Is Fred Van Fleet going to do it? No. You know, Dan like green, no. right? I mean, this the Sixers have numerous people where, heaven forbid, two or three of their main guys aren't hitting, you know, aren't hitting shots. They have other guys that can at least keep it within range. So, if in the event, you know, whether it's Embiid who didn't show up a whole lot this series, or Simmons, or anyone else, keeps the game close enough where if that if insert person here decides to wake up. That could be the charge that pushes them through. Well, the Raptors don't have that. No, and we saw in this series, that was the closest game in the series. And, it, yes, it was two points. But the other, literally the other scores, like every other game was like ten points or more, win or lose. It, like, okay, hold on. Um, is this? Yeah. So, 108-95, they won. And then they lost 94-86. So, five points, I guess. But then they also lost one sixteen ninety five, and then they won by five, and then they, and then they won by a large one. Is, I don't even know. Quick math, thirty six. Who Raptors? <laughs> yeah, but then they lost by thirteen. Like they, they're very hit or miss. It, 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 it's an inconsistent, and the the Bucks are eight and one. The Bucks have only lost one game, and it was one, we won four in a row. We lost one, and we and won, won another four. four in a row. Right. I, I, the Bucks, and I love, I love people on ESPN, people on Fox, 
They didn't watch the Bucks all season. They didn't watch the Pistons series. And the, finally they watch the and they go into that Celtics series saying they have to face the Celtics. Oh, they're done after the first game. Paul Pierce. <laughs> they're done after the first game. Blah, 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 blah. And now after they, you know, beat the Celtics in five, finally they're all starting to, oh, hey, they're the best team in the league. Oh, hey, you know, now that Kevin Durant's out, they're the favorite to win the championship. They're the, there's a reason that they're the number one team in the league. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that they've won eight out, eight out of nine. Mm-hmm. People just weren't watching. No. Even though it's their job to watch basketball. I mean, they don't respect. They that's, don't know. That's the thing. I think the media no and respect. I think the league doesn't really respect them. And I think that's part of the reason. I mean, I don't want to necessarily say the whole league disrespects the Bucks. I mean, I think everyone has been more forthcoming. Be like, oh, I think that people in the league are more realizing, like, oh, damn, Milwaukee, <laughs> they're here, you know? I know. But I don't know. I I think if you're a fan of the, of the Bucks, it's kind of – and even if you're a member of that team, you're kind of like, really? Like, we ran rough shot over the league. We're arguably the most dominant team in the playoffs right now, just record and playing alone. Yeah, like, we, not we even – like, they've they've won more games than the Warriors have in this postseason. Yeah. You know? Well, Have no. they? No. I mean, technically, everyone who's in the conference finals have won eight games. But we've lost less. There you go. Yeah, the, we, we took care in five. Warriors right. had to go six. Mm-hmm. Both, you know, both and even in those six, some seven. of those games looked kind of. Uh, they were very tough they, games. They, yeah, you know, I think if you're a Bucks fan, a Bucks player, or anything, you're looking at it as like, all right, y'all still don't want to respect us. I think you go in, just beat Toronto to a pulp, get to the finals, and whoever comes out of that, I think at that point, if you're a Bucks fan, you want the Warriors. At that point, you're saying, give, yeah. give me Golden State, because if you beat them at that point, it is just it is undisputed. There is no proof. Right, they are here. Then, you are here, and there's no and there's no debate. Because if we end up not playing the Warriors, there's always for the next year. Everyone's gonna be like, gonna be that debate. They Ooh, weren't playing the Warriors. Yeah. Exactly. It's still a chip, but I, I was mean, gonna say championships a championship. As much as obviously, I want to play the Warriors. I want to beat the best. Right. I would love, not even because I think we would have an easier time against Portland. But I would just love to see Portland versus Milwaukee in the finals. Mid-market teams? Yeah. I mean, I think that's just fantastic. Mid-market. That would that's be great. great for the league, I That think. is amazing for and the league. Hell, Tom will quit shutting up about the Warriors being in every year. I, I True, because be I'm good. getting real sick of hearing yeah. his shit. I think it'd be fun, though. I think it'd be a real fun series. Um, but, I, you know, obviously I want to play the Warriors. I want to show that we can win. I, I don't care who wins that series. As an adopted Bucks fan since my sophomore year. My fresh or late my freshman year. Fair enough. And let the let the record show some of you. I still do support the Chicago Bulls, but hey, they're crap. Yes. <laughs> and I've been here long enough, and I technically yeah. followed them when they were when the Bucks were still kind of meh. So I just squeaked in before the bandwagon uh, train. So screw you guys. I've been, <laughs> anyway. God, I've been struggling. I still have a poster in my in my room uh, up north. I have a poster that the the person in the front is Larry Sanders. <laughs> I have a poster. Damn. I have a poster with Larry Sanders, Sanders uh, Carlos Delfino. Uh, was that when uh, Monte and Brandon Jennings? Yeah, were the same Monte squad? Brent, or Monte Ellis. I don't know if he's on the poster, but that was the year. Um, Brandon Jennings. Brandon Jennings. Uh, Knight. Actually, it might have been Knight. Was it? It might have been Knight on the poster. Was Bogut? There? Bogut. <laughs> yep. Was Ilya Silva back? Ilya Silva. Yeah. Michael Red? No, not that far back. I I did watch back then, okay. but uh, not not on the post. But yeah, I have a post. Michael Red. Michael Red is such a G. I loved G. him in all the video games. But yeah, I've I've been a fan through all of this, obviously, and you know, going through the Jason Kidd years where we had a lot of potential, he never made him reach it, and now getting here, it just feels so good. All I gotta say is that as the adopted Bucks fan, or I'll just say it. Bucks fan. Scratch adopted. Bucks fan. I personally want to see them play the Warriors because right. for whatever reason, they play very well against them. And True. I just think that if you if the Bucks beat the Warriors, there is not a there is not a pundit on this planet that can legitimately look you dead in the eye and wholeheartedly believe that that victory, that finals victory for to happen, 
would be a fluke. And they and I already know what they would say. Like they would say like, oh, Durant had one eye out in the postseason. He already got hurt. Steph wasn't doing this stuff. Steph doesn't show up in the postseason. Really you can't hasn't like been. you like you can't use that excuse because Steph legitimately, apart from the the odd game or the game where he all of a sudden just blows up for like 30, 40 points, or in this case, 30 points in the second half, he doesn't show up in the postseason. He he's, doesn't, he's he, a mere mortal. He doesn't have a finals MVP. He doesn't. The, the Durant has the two. Durant has two, and Iguodala and has Iguodala the other. Iguodala got the one, like, which I – I mean, yeah. They, but anyway. I feel like they had to give it to someone yeah. who won the winning team. We all know who should have won it by since LeBron. No, I mean, even then, yeah, Iguodala was – I don't know, I – Curry, Curry was good in that series. But either way. I'm just saying, Steph doesn't show up, so they couldn't use that excuse. They can't use it to the Durant thing because Even, then they're just give. At that point, it's just a crutch. He's day-to-day at this point. He is out for the first he's, game. He's out game one, yeah. unlikely game two Most is what likely, I saw. Yeah. Yeah. I just I think it'll be comedy for me to see all the different storylines of people to try to rationalize if the Bucks were to beat the Warriors I can already, in the event both teams make the finals. I can already hear if it's Portland, Milwaukee, and Milwaukee wins. I can hear Skip Bayless. I can just hear him saying the Warriors would have beat us. Yep, I can hear him too. It's just and Colin Coward going on on it, and yeah. Although Co- Coward's Coward's been on the Bucks lately, so I don't know. It, it, it is funny to see all these people start turning. You know, Paul Pierce is still being pit. Paul Pierce has been wrong on everything. Minus the Portland thing. He called them on Game 7. Did he? Okay. He called Portland. That's about the only thing he has. Pretty sure. I, I'll see if I can find it while we're talking here. But he there was – he's been wrong on, like, everything. Really? <laughs> like, I, I don't remember – I don't have it here. I, I might have to go through that. But either way, like – I don't know. It, it, it's just funny to see all these people starting to turn. Nick Wright was the first one, and he, you know, I, I'm i not sure what he was saying beforehand, but I don't know. This <laughs> dude. It, and now, you know, Stephen A. yesterday okay. finally saying that they're the number one team. and <sighs> Finally, there's some respect on the name. I think Toronto is going to be good. Like I said, I'm giving them two games. But one guy's not going to beat us. Siakam no. hasn't really shown up. Like I've said before, Pau Gasol isn't the, the same guy that he is. Or Mark, sorry, Mark Gasol. Ibaka's not going to be the number one guy. Mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry, we've seen in the playoffs, is never a number one guy. Never. We've seen uh, Danny Green's not going to he, He's a good role player. But if you're only going two players deep on your bench against Milwaukee, who goes – Six, seven people deep, we can go eight or I was, nine. I was about to say, y'all can easily just throw in the entire freaking squad if you want to. That's just not gonna. That's just not gonna fly. We're gonna be fresh. We're gonna be able to outrun you, and we know, we know what Milwaukee can do in the fast break. Not just Giannis, but Bledsoe, yep. Middleton, yep. Lopez, yep. Miritich now, uh, uh, Brogdon. All of these people, say, especially now that Brogdon's back. I think Bro- the they need to just throw Brogdon back in to what he was doing. He played the one. I think he put. Pl- I think game five was his first game. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't remember, but either way, he he played limited minutes, but he still played well. Now he's had a week off. That's why I think that week off was huge. It was mostly for Brogdon. We're the freshest team in the NBA. I we're the fastest. We're the best. I I really think that. Thank God we're favored six and a half. <laughs> I would have been very upset if it was <laughs> damn near anything else. I just want to look. I'm going to look at the box score yeah, go for and it. look at our bench because I am curious to see how deep we actually go. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Buck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Ilya Silva plays regularly. Yeah. And we'll count Brogdon because if it's not Brogdon, it's Miritich. Okay. So that's two. George Hill. He's been huge. Frazier doesn't play very often. Brown, see, that's the thing. It's a matchup thing, but Brown normally does play well or play a lot. That's four. Tony Snell can play a lot. Pat Covington can play a lot. DJ Wilson has shown this season he can play a lot. I got eight people, and we still got a little tiny Tim Frazier there. (laughs) (laughs) He's a little dude. (laughs) I like calling him Tiny Tim. Tony Snell. 
Tony, yeah, Tony Snell doesn't play very well. I, I'm not a huge fan, but he can. Like, he's a good defensive guy that can go in and shut down Danny Green yeah, if we need him to. He's 3 and D guy when, yeah. it's, when it's three is consistent. Not exactly, but right. I, we can put in our whole roster. You honestly could. And Toronto doesn't. <laughs> like, it, they just don't have the depth to match us. No, they don't. That's why I say it probably could be five. But I'll give I'll give Toronto six because Kawhi is playing so well. So that's I I I'll go Bucks and six, not because not because of the Bucks and six thing, but mostly because I you know I think that could happen. But let the record show. I do think it could also go five. I think Milwaukee's playing very well. If we start off the series, you know, if we don't lose the first game like we did last time, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, watch out all right let's talk about the western conference finals very much not the matchup i thought we were gonna get <laughs> i definitely th- i mean before the series i'll say before the series i thought it was denver um versus i thought it was gonna be denver golden state there was a little bit of me that was starting to see we might get portland houston which would have been great but houston let, let's talk about houston i do want to talk about houston let's do it Houston, what do you think their main problem was? I have an idea. I want to hear what your th- what your thoughts are. What what was their main problem in that series? I honestly want to say it was just a rehash of last year. The over a slight over reliance on the three ball, even though they showed a little bit more prominence to go down low and bang mm-hmm. a little bit this series, which was my biggest cr- uh, critique last year. P.J. Tucker was an animal. Yep. Uh, CP3 was... Not injured. Mm, correct. <laughs> um, James Harden just... I, again, I think that's... That's the biggest thing. Like, we can just, this is why I want to don't want to circle back to the MVP thing because you know, it's not a, he's can't not. Be, he can't be MVP. Um, honestly, I just think there is a lack of defense of uh, all that defensive pressure as we've talked about numerous times. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think despite PJ Tucker and Eric Gordon and all the other guys helping out, and the Eric depth Gordon was very good. In this yeah, series too. the depth was there for the Houston Rockets. The depth was there. They showed yeah. up for the most part. It was there. The role players did their job. Shumpert. Yep. Uh, Green. Yep. Nene. This team was this Houston Rockets team, even though it wasn't as defensive as last year, right. like with head defensive strength. I would say that their depth was just on par, if not slightly better than last year's team. Mm-hmm. The thing that gets me. Is even though I know they're the two stars, it was just poor efficiency from your your guy who's supposed to be your MVP and the guy who's supposed to be like a standout leader in the form mm-hmm. of Chris Paul mm-hmm. was not Chris Paul enough. Nope. And you can't be Chris Paul and not play to even you can't if you don't even if he, Chris Paul doesn't play to at least eighty five percent of the way Chris Paul can play. I don't want to say liability at the point, but it ain't really that good. I he's when you're past deal- his prime. I think we can say that now, yeah. yeah. Especially when you have freaking Steph Curry, who d- is abysmal in the first half, and then comes out and can, and can freaking shoot a ball from the Toyota Center all the way to the Gulf of Mexico if he really wanted to, uh-huh. from like from half court. It's it's It comes down to those two again uh, for me. It comes down to those two, and... It's annoying because the depth showed up. So why are you still hammering home? It's like, it has to be Harden to bring us home. Like, no, you have an entire team that has showed up and pushed you to this point. Uh, The word that comes to mind that I've kind of been preaching on with the Rockets in in that series was opportunity. They had several opportunities to steal games. And they didn't. I don't remember if it was – I think it was game one when Steph went down with that injury – with a left-hand injury. They didn't take the lead. Nope. They, they were still behind when Curry came back in that game. There's one missed opportunity. Yep. Durant goes down. <laughs> take that opportunity. <laughs> like, 
it's exactly what happened to you guys last year. Your one of your top guys goes down, and the other team sees that opportunity and just drives that stake yeah. into the freaking heart. And they didn't take. They didn't even take that game, which was a close game. And then they still couldn't beat them in a full game without Durant. Curry was off most of the series. He wasn't his normal Curry self. He never is. He was shooting about 20% from the three-point. You should be able to beat the Warriors on that. There were just ample opportunity, close games down the stretch with missed opportunities and missed shots. There were just ample, and just those two games, the the, the Curry and the the Durant injury. You take those two games and you take the series. It's it, they they just did not. I think maybe they saw Curry go down and they got complacent. Say we'll just get the lead now because he's gone. Maybe the same thing happened with Durant. I don't know, but the Rockets just did not seize any opportunity that were handed to them. No. And yeah, and it probably was a reliance on Harden. I really. It, ISO ball was not working, and it, and it hasn't been. We we even saw the war the Warriors in the in game two and or in games uh, three and four. They were playing a lot of ISO ball in Houston. Mm-hmm. That's why Houston won those two games, is because the Warriors weren't the war they weren't passing the when they were passing the ball around in those games. They were scoring a lot. They went on a couple runs, but they eventually kept going back to Durant and ISO, and the ball wasn't moving. Clay Thompson wasn't moving off the ball, and. They just they were stagnant on offense, and the and the Rockets did take advantage of that. Rotation. But then the Rockets turn around and start doing the same thing. Yep. Like hero, here's my philosophy on hero ball, as as I like to call it, and everything. And this is even applicable to a LeBron James who's in this. Yes. Everyone knows I'm a mass. I might be the world's biggest LeBron ap- apologist on planet Earth, if not one of them. But we have seen numerous times when you have a system that works. And yeah, I get big time players make big time plays. You want your big, you want your leader to carry you to the finish line. But exactly, there is a big but here. Big time teams should be able to exactly like, like yes, you can start in hero ball, have ice on, have the dude drive. This is where I give LeBron credit. He kicks that sucker out sometimes and everything like that. He we've seen it numerous times. James Harden. Don't know if he had. Don't know if he really wants to. He just takes it. Kevin Durant can kick it out because he can. better. He has everyone around him. Again, another reason the Bucks are fantastic. They play team ball. Like play Giannis team. can play hero ball, but, but he you, rarely does. He rarely. It is like it is like winning. They it, they are desperate, and nine times out of ten, it still works when he plays hero ball. Yeah, that's true. But and he kicks out a lot. Yep. But if we're talking specifically about the Rockets. Here's my philosophy on that. You cannot, you cannot, if there is any team in the postseason that you cannot at one point, I don't care if you have LeBron, I don't care if it's James Harden, I don't care if it's Giannis, I don't care if Kobe comes back in the, comes back out of retirement, turns back the clock six from uh, to six years ago, and is doing that. It does not matter who you have, in my opinion. You cannot realistically think you are going to play hero ball against the Golden State Warriors yeah. and succeed. You cannot. Because what happens if the hero misses the ball? They're busting it up the court, and they're hitting a, hitting a three or a dunk in transition mm-hmm. every single time. If there's one team in the postseason that cannot afford to play hero ball, and that's what scares me about Portland realistically, is the hero ball aspect. As great as Damian Lillard is, as great as C.J. McCollum yeah. can be to, to play off of Damian Lillard, Hero ball will not beat the Golden State Warriors. It it barely worked for the uh for the Cavs the one year when they beat the Warriors. What happened the other few years? Granted, the Warriors got Kevin Durant, but still, what happened? It doesn't work. Hero yeah. ball doesn't work against the Warriors. Hero ball wins in the regular season. I would I would venture on say Hero ball can get you a series or two in the playoffs, depending on who you play. Well, yeah, I mean. The, if you're playing it, Detroit, it, you know. Right, depending on who you play, hero ball can That's suffice. Fair. But when you get to the to the conference finals, hero ball needs to be dead in the water. And, I mean, that is one thing that I did like about Portland's game in most of this series is that the, the hero ball came late in games. Mm-hmm. It was not 
in the middle of the third quarter. It yep. was not at the beginning of the second quarter. It wasn't it wasn't just, okay, let's try to get some points with Hero Ball. It, it, the Hero Ball came mostly with C.J. McCollum at the end of games. Yeah. And that's fine because he's hitting those shots. So let it happen. But they, I, I don't know. Yeah, so let's let's move into this series. I, out of the two teams, uh, the Denver and Portland, I do think Portland. I know I've been saying Denver, but Denver, I re, I don't know. They seem too young, and they seem they seem very. They don't have the endurance almost, especially no Jokic, like in that in that quadruple overtime game he was he he never sat and he just looked dead in the water and they after a seven game series i don't know if he would like and the rest of that team jamal murray they're they're the i think they were like they were the youngest team in the playoffs starting in round one Uh, out of all 16 teams they were the youngest team and i just don't think they would have had what it takes to beat a golden state no i think they were pushed to the brink by a portland team that's been here and done this. yeah like, like they've been in first round second round exits mm-hmm. before but they've been battle hardened enough to oh. know what it takes and now i think portland with if damian lillard can step up and curry continues to do what he does and cj mccollum continues to do what he does portland can make this a very good series i think with the shooters and the team ball that portland has been playing they actually can steal a couple games. I think because of McCollum and Lillard, they can actually I, – I really believe the way that they're playing right now, they can go shot for shot with Clay and, and, and Steph. Mm-hmm. It's a different story when Durant – if and when Durant comes back. Right. But I really think – and the way that Draymond's been playing, he hasn't been playing well. No. He's just – honestly, Draymond's just be, become like just a glorified goon now on yeah. the court. Yeah. Like, he's literally just become the basketball equivalent of a goon. He grabs a rebound, and that's about it. I mean, even Dennis Rodman was more effective. Scores his fifth point in the fourth quarter and acts like he won the game. Right. But I also think that's a testament to game planning to make sure – because teams do sleep on Draymond. No, and that's – I just – the way he acts after he hits – Oh, you know his how, first three on f- six attempts. Oh, you know exactly how I yeah. feel about Draymond. So not a fan, but no, not. A I fan. really think Portland can take it to Golden State for a couple of games. You know what the key to this series is going to be? Hmm. The key to this series is going to be what proved to be the downfall of the Rockets, and it's those opportunities. Yes. you know Durant is gone game one. It is he is probably not going to play for game two. They need to take one of those. They games. need to take one. I mean. The old adage, if 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 the road team takes uh, steals a steals a home game, then it's a series. That gets amplified by at least eighty eighty percent because a Golden State and playing and playing over there at the Oracle is pretty tough task. Yes, and two, Durant's down. Yes, he is down. And if you can somehow somehow either steal one and, or even push them to the brink in one of those games and lose that one get to game three go to home we've seen portland pull off freaking miracles just crazy things when they get when they get over to portland Mm -hmm. like it's unreal so that old adage gets gets magnified so much and my thinking here is here's my thinking yep if portland steals one if portland steals one from from the Warriors pending on the status of Kevin Durant in a game three I could honest I could honestly see Portland pushing to go up to lead the lead the series at some point but it'll be early in the series it'll yes. be like 2-1 in the series I can see Portland leading the series at some point yeah I I very much can too I think they have the talent to do it and I don't know they need to take one at the beginning of the series. And I here's the thing. Like, yeah, okay, Kevin Durant is gone. Yeah. But the Warriors – I was looking for a different post, and I just saw this one. The Warriors' record when Curry plays and Durant sits. I think this is career since Durant went there. 
I was gonna say this doesn't. I don't fa- think it's this, this doesn't season. factor in. Does this fact? I'm, oh, I mean, I'm assuming it doesn't factor in when Durant wasn't the Warrior. Right, right, right. Because I don't think he missed this many games in one season. So I don't think it was this season. I think it's been the, the since ever Durant since the went tenure. There. Yeah. Twenty six and one. So they're fine without him. They're a good. They went seventy three and nine without without him. Kevin Durant. And it took a LeBron James Herculean effort to beat them in the finals. Yep. And they're they're still a good team. They're they yes they become a better team with Kevin Durant. We've seen that. But they're still. I and yes they I mean they have lost a few pieces. Bogut definitely isn't what he was when he was playing uh, before that. No. Livingston hasn't been playing up to expectation. I don't even know who else was even on that team. But now their bench, I don't think, is the same as what it was. You know, Quinn Cook isn't that guy as much as I want him to be. You know, Bell, Yurepko. It's not these guys. Yurepko's a pretty solid piece, though. Yeah. So, it's tough. I Portland has a chance, and they need to take one when Durant is out. Or two. But Golden State's still a fantastic team without him. Just because of Clay and Steph, but we'll see how we'll Steph say that plays. main core is fine as is without yes. him, him being Durant, of course. Right. But what I hope happens, I hope that Boogie Cousins comes back. I actually want Demarcus Cousins back. Why is that? Statistically, they're a worse team without or with him. Their offense drops. Their defense drops. They're just the best. I I think he takes away from the other great players. I still think he'll even be a liability because I don't think he'll yeah. be he'll be fully 100. percent He's just coming back just to come back and try to play in a final. Yeah, I I he he said that he is looking to come back sometime in this playoff. That and doesn't mean he's going to be 100. percent No, he exactly. He won't be 100. percent And even at 100 percent when he came back, statistically the Warriors became a worse team when he joined the team this year. When he came back from his injury, they statistically. Their offensive rating went down. Their defensive efficiency went down. I don't have the exact stats, but I do remember seeing these. I've I've had this conversation with someone. I mean, the offense makes sense because, I mean, they can't really do a running gun like they usually do. And he takes away shots. He takes away shots from Durant, Curry, and Clay. And if he and if he isn't as efficient as he should be, then that hurts the team tremendously. And I think it and it just it just throws them off because they aren't. They don't play big ball, and he does. I was going to say, they are, they are not a bully. They're not a no. bully down low team. And that's kind of who he is. So, it, I, I, get, I I don't see the fit. I don't. It was a terrible choice to sign him. I really don't like it. But, as a Warriors uh, hater, I guess at this point, I'll say, I would love to see him come back. The sooner the better. <laughs> Lose to Portland in the, in the conference finals. I don't know that. As much as I want to play them, I want them out. I just don't want I I don't want them to win a championship. So I, I'm very much looking forward to to Demarcus Cousins coming back. I I really am. I'm trying to find this Paul Pierce thing, and I really just can't. But anyway, um, yeah, I I feel I I'm very torn on this because I think Portland can take a game or two. But I just don't know if they – man, I think they can. But I think the Warriors, if if Curry steps it up even a little bit and starts hitting 40%, you know, 30% instead of 20, they're going to start just dominating again. I, I don't know. This one's a tough one. This one's tough in my opinion. But any other thoughts on that? Not really, not really. I've I've said pretty much everything I got I got yeah. to on this series. It's maybe it's because I'm a little bit I'm a bit too naive in the sense, but I'm more intrigued about this one than I am the Bucks Raptors series. You're I'm, more intrigued. I'm more intrigued by That's this fair. one than I am the Eastern Conference Finals. I I kind of agree. I can't. Yeah, I, I agree like, with that. By all means, I'm not saying that to be to be like, oh yeah, Bucks got this in the bag because right. they because they don't. But it's just this, this. There's something about this series. I'm just like, there is actual upset potential, and it would be so fitting for it to be Damian Lillard 
to knock out the Warriors and, and essentially end the Warriors era. Damian Lillard this morning said that the Warriors are due for an upset. And I think they are. Last team to beat them in the playoffs. And knock them out? Yep. The Ca- the Cavaliers. Yes. In the NBA Before finals. that. Before that? Yes. I don't know. Clippers. Really? With Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan. Before their big run. I was gonna say this was both that was that was had to have been when the core was just being established, yep. right? Yep. That was the last non LeBron team to beat them. Um The last no oh yeah, that is the last non LeBron team. Yeah. So I found the Paul Pierce thing. So his new nickname should be the false. Yeah. <laughs> uh Paul Pierce said uh he's better than Dwayne Wade. False. Yeah, I can't <laughs> believe he actually tried to say that. Called the Celtics versus Bucks over after game one. He said the Rockets were going to advance against the Warriors. Nope. And apparently he did pick the Nuggets to win against the Blazers. Oh, but in game seven, he picked. Game seven, he probably changed his mind. <coughs> he, did, he did because he said Dame time like when picking the prediction. But he had the Nuggets winning? He had the Nuggets winning the series. Mm. To be fair, I did too. But I didn't get any of that other crap wrong. I said Warriors. I said Bucks. Dwayne Wade, of course. Jesus. How do you disrespect Don't Dwayne Wade? Give me that crap. Um, a couple other things that I was, you know, just stats pop in my head while we talk. Uh, back to the Bucks. They have now that the Nuggets are out, they have the best home record in the playoffs. The they had the second best home record in the league. Nuggets had the first. Okay. It's the Bucks now. Easy. Nice. They are the best three-point shooting team. And our best player doesn't even shoot threes. <laughs> oh, my God. No. I mean, he, stop, stop it. he shoots two or three a game. And, the, but when, and when he hits them, the world ends. <laughs> he hit a little shimmy in game four. I loved it. No, tell me that stats is false. He's, they're the best three-point shooting team. And Giannis can't even hit a three consistently. Nope. What the? And they're the best defensive team in the league. I mean, we. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Coach Bud was always kind of a defensive guy. Like that's that's a championship recipe. Best three point shooting team. Dang. When Giannis is shooting sixty seventy percent from the field and not shooting threes. <laughs> right. And you're the best defensive team. Mostly because they're probably the longest team. <laughs> They've got to be the longest team. <laughs> Just between DJ Wilson and Giannis. I mean, and then you had Lopez and Miritich in there. Jesus. I, it, I, I just don't understand. Like, okay, I get people not watching the games. Because, yeah, the Warriors are playing and they focus on them. The Lakers, because they had LeBron all season. And these other teams. I get not watching the Bucks. But how do you ignore those stats? How do you ignore stats like those? Second best home record. Best three-point shooting team without Giannis shooting threes. Best defensive team. Ignorance. Deepest bench, I would argue, almost in the league. I would have to argue they got to have the deepest bench. When DJ Wilson comes in and drops 10 points, DiVincenzo when we had him, Tony Snell is a good option. Question, is DiVincenzo, like, done for you? I think so. Okay. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um... We we have so many options. Pat Connaughton has been playing out of his Honestly. mind. <laughs> out of his mind in these playoffs. It's Pat Connaughton. <laughs> Granted, he has like a 47-inch vertical. <laughs> like he I'm not even kidding you. I, I, on a rebound. I don't honestly I don't think Giannis jumped as high as he could. But Pat Connaughton jumped higher than Giannis. <laughs> Giannis probably just kind of like yeah. Did a little hop jump to get the right. rebound. But Connaughton, like, yeah, oh, my. The dude's incredible. And he's dropping threes now. And Miritich has been shooting out of his mind. Lopez hasn't even been shooting that well. When he gets back to shooting what he was in the regular season. Good night. Good God. He, I'm pretty sure the regular season, I'm throwing a lot of stats out here, and some of them might be wrong. I'm pretty sure Brooke Lopez made more threes at one point in the season than Clay Thompson. No, you're you're correct. At one point he made he made more than Clay. He's seven foot one. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't you ain't guarding that. You ain't guarding that shot. He'll pull up with you in his mouth and he'll hit it. Splash. 
There's a reason he's called Splash Mountain. We got the Greek Freak. We got Splash Mountain. We got Cash Middleton. We got the Prez. <laughs> got the Prez. Prez is back at a time where America needs him. <laughs> <laughs> that is the greatest. <laughs> that might be the greatest thing I have ever heard if we're the that's going on at Twitter. a time when America needs him. When a time when America needs him the most, the Prez is back. Oh, my God. This Bucks team, I, they are the favorites to win the title. They have to be. I honestly think they we could beat the be. Warriors in six. You know, what be- Isn't that what – wait, hold on. Isn't that what I said pre- yes. po- pre-postseason? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Wouldn't it be poetic if they beat the Warriors in, in seven? That is the ultimate Bucks – no wait, six. Bucks and six. Yeah. That would be the. I, I like. Where did I get this? Seven? That would never die. Yeah, that would be the. That I don't would, think it will. That would it, be the ultimate like culmination of Bucks. At that point, you just need to give Brandon Jennings a ring just for starting it. <laughs> he deserves a ring if we get it. I don't even care. He like, was in our G League system last year. I wonder if he still is. Yeah. All kinda... I'm saying is that if that if the if both teams make it to the NBA Finals, and the Bucks win in six games. Bucks and Six has become the most immortal thing in mankind. Yep. It will never leave. Nah, he's a free agent right now. Last team, though, Bucks. Although it looks like now he's playing overseas or something. But anyway, yeah. I, I, they're the favorite. They're the favorite. And I would love to hear any argument that anyone has other than the Warriors. Give me some depth. <laughs> Oh, Durant's going to come back. Cool. Show me some statistics that actually prove that the Warriors would beat this Bucks team in six in, se- in, in a, a seven-game seven game series. series. I want to see the statistics. Until I don't, I, I'm actually curious now what the Vegas odds are. Bro, all I'm saying is if the Bucks make it, if, if the Bucks make the NBA Finals, I am going all in for a ticket. I don't even care. One game. Ooh, One if game. I have a paycheck by then, I will. One game ago, I'll even go outside and go to the Mecca and watch. I don't care. I'm going to the finals. Hmm. Oh, oh no. When were these updated? Oh no. Ah. Oh, May thirteenth this oh, morning. Oh no. Golden State five day five day. Odds. Milwaukee, 9-4. to four. I don't know how that works. I think I think this is ranked. So I think, yes, I believe 5-8 to eight is better than 9-4. to four. Yes, it I is. I probably sound stupid. Uh, yes, 5-8 to eight are better odds. Okay, that makes sense. Raptors, 8-1. to one. Portland, 13-1. to one. The Bucks should be the favorite. Especially with, and even if Durant was healthy, I would still say the Bucks should be the favorite. But... With the Durant injury, and we don't know his future. And we really don't know what what's what the heck is up with DeMarcus. And we don't know what Durant, how Durant's going to be when he comes back. We don't know if he's going to be 100%. The Bucks should be the favorite. We're the freshest team. We only have one loss. Second best road record, or home record. Best record in the NBA. That shouldn't have to be said, but it does. <laughs> best three-point shooting team. Best defensive team. And we have the MVP on our team, who doesn't shoot threes. The Bucks are winning the championship. Fair enough. I'll, I'll give it a little. I'm a little superstitious. <laughs> I'm, I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. Uh, all right. It looks like there's a class that's going to start, and it's probably final, so I'm, I don't want to be too disruptive. So we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... We'll wrap this up. We are going to talk more basketball on Thursday. It'll be the episode will go up Thursday evening, Thursday night. We're gonna have a special guest on um, to talk basketball. That's gonna be and they'll be live in studio. It's gonna be very very fun episode. I very much recommend listening in on Thursday. Um, Wednesday, as normal, will be wrestling Wednesdays. We'll talk around SmackDown and any news that pops up, which there is a little bit that we didn't talk about last week that I kind of want to talk about. And I think some has added on to that. So we'll talk some news on Wednesday. Yeah, but we got some more news today as far news. as wrestling. Yeah? About the Super Showdown. There's I did con- not hear There's a that. confirmed match. For the suit? At the Saudi show. Oh, 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 oh. There's a confirmed match now. Did you hear? Oh, what was it? There was a reported name. Oh, I can't remember. Sands of Time or something like that. Oh, wow. 
something really stupid, but I kind of no. Like it's it. called Super Showdown. Wasn't that the Australia show? Yep. I don't like that. Neither do I. Anyway, Anyways, what's the confirmed match? Taker versus Goldberg. See, I thought about that, but I was like, no, they're not going to. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who the hell are they going to put over? <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about all of that on Wednesday, followed by another NBA special on Thursday. Connor, take us out. All right, first round KO. Find us on Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and most of your favorite – oh, Spotify – and most of your favorite podcast providers, just look up First Round KO. I've been using Spotify lately for my podcasts. It's kind of better. I love you, iTunes. <laughs> oh, I've, oh, but oh, oh, the oh. podcast is very messed up on iTunes. Yeah. But it's in order on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, follow the podcast at FRKO Podcast. Follow Kyle at Olsen2K18. Follow myself at Connormore underscore seven. Follow the fan account of or one of many fan accounts of Chris and Yelich at here we go Yelich follow three count review at the number three count review yeah links in the description another link that's also in the description is merch merch Redbubble go check link it in out the description yeah or just Redbubble first round KO podcast what he said you're you also already heard what he said for the next episode so until next time, we will talk to you when we shock the system. Day one Happy finals week, everybody. Got me down in the fifth. Got me drowning in the decisions. Genie, I'm full of wishes. Still can't help with the disposition. I'm just a young college kid with all the privilege. Trust beyond belief, so can trust going through the villages. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J. Dilla Dilla. Need another dollar, dollar in Manila. So vanilla with a swirl, let the blade run. Tongue drip slice down the middle of our nation. Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Accusations. Pockets gained a little weight like my ex-bitch. Still the only bricks that I've been stacking been in Tetris. Never measure up because we've been on a different metric. And I don't give a fuck about who the next I feel the is. hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo. Feel the hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to